remove me from the packaging. I've been behaving unused. Oh, Welcome back to this audio program. Mm-hmm. I am Angel J. Nelson. And I am Simone Biles. And this is The Read. Thank you for coming back. And I love that that was your intro. Because have you seen that TikTok of somebody asking their mama? Because their mama is like, you know, she know the song. Yes. And she's yes. like, put me in the plastic and turn me loose. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, I didn't see that one. You know what I... Oh, I was thinking of what it is, though. Oh, yeah, no. There's one where somebody mama sing it, and she says, put me in the plastic and turn me loose. (laughs) I like that better. Right? (laughs) It is so funny. I have to find that TikTok. I'll send it to you. But, yes, thank you, everybody, for coming back to The Read. Yeah, um... I see a link right there, all up under you, as soon as you got on the phone. I'm giving her a break for right now because she, you know, she went to the vet today. Oh, okay. Rough day. So, yeah. She's had a long day. I've had a long day and week. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Still enjoying every fucking nope. nanosecond of my freedom <laughs> until this semester starts back up in just under three weeks. Yes, it's happening. I'm ready. I created my new folders for the semester um, and archived my ones from last semester, but... I don't know what that means. Like every... Like I create a folder for each class. Oh, I didn't want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. That made me feel <laughs> so good. No, tell about me. About myself. So, okay. Well, since you insisted, um, I create a folder for each class and then there are subfolders for like lectures and additional reading, assignments, you know, stuff like that. And so I keep all of that and then once... The semester what is you over. I used to keep that on. What do you mean? I mean, what do you like? What software? Do it's do? on my. It's just on my computer. What do you mean? Like oh, I okay. create. No, go ahead. Like I just create a folder. You know, like in okay, your Mac. Yeah. Oh yes, 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 yes. So okay. I have like a I'm program of for like OneNote. You know, like those. Oh like, no! Sometimes I do. Like some classes, I do have OneNote notes, but most of the cl- mm-hmm. and and I'll save those sometimes. Um, those OneNote notebooks, but. I just have a folder for every class, every semester, and then at the end of the semester, my is a joke. I move that to my archive. <laughs> my one note is a mixture of like legitimate notes and then just me doodling in class and pretending that I was writing notes. <laughs> so yeah, similar <laughs> without the class. <laughs> so yeah, how are how are you doing? Although you said it's been a long day and a long week, so I'm okay. You are okay. Good. I mean, a lot I'm, of really great black stuff happened this week. A lot of wins honey. for Negroes happened over yeah. the past several days. And look at... <laughs> I'm sorry. Link is just the richest bitch in the world. Like, how dare she be curled up? So, but anyway. She's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm actually like... I left the gym today and I was like, oh, girl... Um, congratulations. Like, I'm okay. Like, on a depressed note, mm-hmm. I'm fine. An- anxiety? Okay. Not up doing the great. wazoo. Okay. Whatever that means. You know, high. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, depression-wise, mm-hmm. I think I'm all right. And Listen. so, congratulations to me for that. That's right. A win is a win. Mm-hmm. And you deserve. Mm-hmm. Amen. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. 
But yeah, from the working out and shit, the girls are are pooped. And also, you know, old. So let's begin with Black Excellent. Mm, okay. This week, I feel like my tabs are similar to your archives and notes and things. Well, probably not because that sounded organized. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think maybe so. Okay. <laughs> so... Black excellence, I think y'all know that I'm going to give it to the reggae girls, Jamaica's national women's soccer team. Oh, yeah. It's now the first Caribbean nation to reach the knockout phase of the Women's World Cup. Congratulations. <laughs> they made their debut in the World Cup this year against in a match against France, which they tied. And then they later beat Panama. And like they just crushed Brazil. Mm. So the girlies are doing a good, you know, they're having their time. And they were also the first Caribbean national team to qualify for the FIFA Women's World Cup in 2019. And this is all amidst claims that the Jamaica Football Federation has basically not been providing them with Mm. adequate support, such as nutrition, transportation, planning, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So do you know what that means? That means that in the words of a wise Uh historian and poet, they fly above all the haters. Oh. They fly above. Is it? They fly above all the haters. Is it beneath them? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, they managed Um, to get it done despite not having the support that they deserved. And so, yeah, very um, enthusiastic congratulations to those young women. Man, looking what um, anything... I mean, you haven't paid for anything in here. So, what are you? What are you on the search for? Treasure? I just love how she gets active as soon as we actually start working. Like, you want to watch One Piece? You've been watching One Piece with Mama. Oh my! You're looking for treasure? Oh my god! My sweet girl. She's she, look at your little face. I'm so obsessed with you. Okay, so let's get in to our hot. Tops. It's the pop culture segment. It is. It's called Pound of Freedom. Okay. Speaking of which. (laughs) Okay. I, all of you, man, cancel culture, bitch. All of y'all are on timeout for at least a season because I looked at that Continental tra- there's a trailer for this show called The Continental which is a spinoff of the John Wick series oh means little to nothing to you that's right but and it's based on the hotel from the action series mm. that like a bunch of assassins check into and do their work out of on the you know on the top secret gotcha and whatever and set in New York in the 70s I believe. And all I know is this black woman in there with an afro and she's kicking the shit out of people on top of like box Chevys and shit. So I, and I'm a fan of the, the films. Mm-hmm. So I really want to be dialed in, but also in this trailer, I couldn't help but notice it seems the antagonist is none other than Mel Gibson. So all of y'all bitches can absolutely shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, yes. Because Mel Gibson has documented <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> moments of 
anti-Semitism, anti-Black racism, (laughs) homophobia, and yet the girls are still like, give them a chance. Didn't you see Hexar Ridge? Shut up. (laughs) That's true. Didn't he cuss his own child out on her voicemail? Or am I thinking... (laughs) What what has he done? What has he... This man, like... Yeah. <laughs> has consistently shown his ass <laughs> for one reason or the next. Yeah. And the girls are just like, oh, but Braveheart. Okay, fine. <laughs> Here Lord. we are. Right. Okay. Um. So, as I said before, I don't really care to just go, how are you doing? Let's talk about celebrity. Like, whatever. <laughs> who cares, right? Um... I just want to, like, talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. Because that's what we end up doing anyway. We go from talking about Glorilla to sandwiches. So. (laughs) We do. Okay. Someone. Let me find your name so I can be nice to you. (laughs) What? Someone had um, tweeted to us this list of horror movies. And they were like, oh, you know, you're supposed to... They basically wanted to see what our scores would be. Yeah, how many we watched. Mm -hmm. Right. You get, like, a point, go down this list, and you put, like, a point for every film you have seen on this list of, like, 60 things. Yeah. Um, My score was 52. (laughs) It was. Yours was eight. It was. Now, I... Was very surprised that I got that eight. Yours was eight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I was for sure it was going to be no more than two. Oh no! I've so, seen several of these, or I've kind of watched them through my fingers. But a, most I of these I've never do, even heard of. <laughs> right. Okay. What I want to do is try to guess which eight of these. Okay. Are. Oh, how festive! All right, I love that. Because I literally have seen nearly every single one of which these is movies. really frightening. That's so I've scary. never heard of maybe two. Happy Death Day is that really a movie? <laughs> like, be yeah, serious. that one you might not even mind. It's more funny than scary. Well, it sounds ridiculous, but it's it's like if Groundhog Day was a slasher, basically. Got you. Okay. Like this girl keeps being murdered by a slasher and every time she dies she like wakes up again in the same day Mm. and then she spends the whole thing trying to like figure out who's trying to kill her why this is happening to her blah 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 but it's more campy and funny than scary okay festive um that one actually and i think the director that is doing the next screen movie i just read wow Okay. None of this you care about. Anyway, let's do the Not thing. Not at all. So no, I've tried so hard. <laughs> all right. So you say you've seen eight of these movies. Yes. Get Out, for sure. I know you've seen Get Out. Get Out is on this list? Yes. I don't see it. It's right there on the second side, like in the middle. Oh, yes, it is. Okay. So maybe it's nine. We'll see. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So I know you've seen Get Out. Yes, I have. <laughs> You've probably seen I Am Legend. No. Wow. Okay. So, uh, Jaws. No. Okay. Mm. Nightmare on Elm Street. That's Freddy Krueger? Yes. Yes. I have seen that. (laughs) Okay. That is one. 
Uh, technically two, but again, you may not have counted Get Out. Have you seen... I really don't feel like you've seen Scream. Yes. Okay, two. Have you seen Child's Play? Yes. Okay, that's another one. Have you seen Carrie? No. Okay. I did see the remake that came out in like 2000 or something, but yeah. Okay. All right. There's one Carrie that's the only Carrie. Okay. Um, you've seen The Exorcist. Yes, I have. Okay, I think I'm at like four. You're at five, technically. Okay. Bones? No. You have five That's right fair. and four wrong. That's fair. Are you counting the wrong ones? That's oh, disgusting. sorry. No, it's fine. Do whatever you want. I wasn't doing it on purpose. Um, Leprechaun? No. It. No. Anaconda. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Who right. has a dumbass movie? Right. Uh, what is that, six? Yes. <laughs> did I say Jaws? You did, and that was wrong. I've never seen Cujo. That. No. You've seen Poltergeist. No. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen oh you have you seen Halloween yes okay there's two more <laughs> there's two more yes <laughs> Candyman no Friday the 13th no <sighs> I really cannot picture you watching most of these other movies I have seen two uh, two more You've I'm seen, looking have dead. you seen like a more modern one? I guess so. It came out in oh, Wait, the... you watched Mama. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, wait, with um with old girl. Octavia Spencer. Octavia, who no, I had never saw that. <laughs> okay. Did you watch the No, you didn't watch that Oh no, I sure didn't. You're right. <laughs> you watched. You watched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said I am legend. I can't picture you watching any of these other movies. What do you want me to tell you? No. There's, there's two more. Yeah, there's actually, I'm looking at the list closer. There's three more, but I'll accept two more. You watched fucking, um, you've never seen Hellraiser. No. Species? God, no. <laughs> I've never heard of that either. That one was like, I think, the 90s. You really don't want me to tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, okay, tell me the other two. Jeepers R3. Creepers. You watch. okay, I go did. Ahead. I went with my friends. I would have never gone otherwise. I okay. have seen Final Destination. Oh, that is a, I should have guessed that. Yeah. I should have guessed that. And I have okay. seen Gothica. That's one of the ones I never watched. It creeped Dang. me right the fuck on out. Oh, it's scary as shit, bitch. You're not ready for that twist at the end, bitch. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've watched 52 of them. I'm movies. telling I'm you, ready for Gothica is. is creepy as shit. That's like one of the, what, eight movies, it's I guess? so, I really, oh, Gothica I is like... so creepy. 
Oh, I knew that of movie that dis- one. It the only two I've me never deep in my spirit. Deep. I don't think I've ever heard of Fear. I know of a video game called. For sure, Fear. don't know don't what know that is. Yeah, no. And I had to Google "see no evil." I don't think I hadn't heard of that. Shit <laughs> no, I don't. Either. I don't know, but. Yeah, um, that that pretty much is it for me. And this is like probably every scary movie I've ever seen in my life <laughs> is on probably. this list. Yeah, I believe that. I don't this is most of the like. Yeah, these are mostly pretty popular. There's not like deep cuts on. But you got most of them right. You got like two thirds of them, so that's good. I really should have guessed Final Destination. Yeah, because that was everywhere. But you know, yeah, it really was. I heard they're making another one. It's like if they had put the ring on this list. I have seen the ring, obviously. So mm, why isn't the ring on here? Right. So or um or my homegirl. Um, I know what you did. Oh yeah. I mean, I knew your number was gonna be way higher than mine. I wasn't expecting it to be, you know, like almost seven times higher than mine. But <laughs> damn, <laughs> it just goes yeah. to show. I've never seen Fear. I've never seen See No Evil. I've never watched Gothica. I've never seen um, Slender Man. Because why? I didn't watch Human Centipede. Mm. And I think that's it. Okay. Well, I certainly can't speak on those movies, but thank you to this I mean, person right. for tagging us in your fun little experiment because... Yeah, that was a blast. Yeah, that was festive. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, guess what I did yesterday? I played dodgeball. In real life or on a video game? In real life. Oh, okay. How fun. How was that? Why not? Um, it was really fun. It's a very intimidating game. It made me feel like most professional athletes are pussy. Oh! Because, <laughs> like, I mean, minus, like, boxers or MF- MMA fighters. Okay. You know, yeah, people who get their asses professionally beat. Oh. Oh. Um, okay. you know, but no, it was just fun. Like, I did it to get out of my comfort zone and i actually really enjoyed it and maybe i'll do it a lot okay i love that random anecdote yeah uh my biggest fear was getting smacked in the face with the ball obviously mm-hmm. we got that right out of the way got hit Day immediately one. okay i absolutely you know first i was smashing in this round must i say it was me yeah. it was literally one on one me left against uh, a beautiful, athletic, racially ambiguous girl on the other mm. team who I was told has been playing dodgeball for years. Um, and you lit her ass up, didn't you? The opposite took place. Oh! Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying I held my own. Okay, yeah. Like, no, you, you first of all, I was the last one out there. I held my own. Um, boy, did she pop me directly in between the brows. Love and that. love that for her. You know, um, shout out to that young lady. Unfortunately, yeah. that you know did not lead to me being removed from the game. Okay. Um, but either way, it was a blast and wonderful. Um, <laughs> clearly, you know, it should be a surprise to no one. But I'm an athlete. It's not shocking. So, 
Okay. I just okay. thought I'd throw that in there so that you know a bit about my personal life and uh, my current interests and activities. Okay. I mean, it actually sounds completely like something you would do because dodgeball is a fairly violent game. So I can see yeah. why you got into it. It's a lot of direct, you know, like throwing an object at someone with the express purpose of like tagging them out Harming of the game them. yeah 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 yeah. tagging them yeah out so i remember you know this vividly from when i was like 12 um but i am mm. i'm glad you got into a group community activity that felt right to you that's good mm. yeah right? you need to spend more time with others so this is great <laughs> <laughs> i mean i do too i need to go outside and i don't so I mean, for what? Look at outside. <laughs> I mean, honey, look at the material. So, um, Tory Lanez was given 10 years. No argument in this corner, you? No, I just have to say, please look and see at what the Lord has done. And I want you niggas who are upset about this to remember that this nigga was up on three separate felony charges. And already had a record. Yeah. And consider the fact that he very easily could have maimed, permanently disabled, or flat out killed Megan Thee Stallion before you start getting upset over the fact that all he has to do is 10 fucking years. 10 years on three felonies with priors in the United States of America, you actually got off lucky. You actually should just be glad about that. But as for me, I am for sure glad, especially because California has that 85% rule where he's going to have to serve at least 85% of his sentence before he's eligible for parole. So that nigga should be gone for at least another seven years if they count time served and all that. And I'm, I'm just thrilled about it because this was completely unavoidable. Megan was not even finna take it this far. You pushed it this far. You insisted on being a dumbass. You insisted on being an asshole and trolling her online. You insisted on making it about her and, like, her being a liar and her being messy and all this other shit when you could have just not. And now The whole, like, jumping out with the baby on stages right after her, like, trying to, like, intentionally intimidate or make her uncomfortable, all that other shit. Like, after you shot the girl. You shot her. You shot her, and you know you did. I just... Anyways. Yeah. Goodbye. Bon voyage. Yes. Good riddance to bad rubbish, and I hope after you get out, they send your ass right on back to the land of the Maple Leafs, because you're not our business. And you shouldn't be here. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. He allegedly received 70 letters of support. Girl. Um, And the judge also allowed seven witnesses to give statements on uh, him and his... uh, Get your ass out! What are you doing? Like, Miss Girl. She's literally scratching at the corner of this can Amazon box as if something was shipped please, for you. Out. Please out. just get through our show, girl. Sorry. Out. <sighs> Come here. Right now. Oh, are you being big, stern daddy now? Oh, she has rules now. Shut your ass up. All right. So, um. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway. What else is there? Okay, so uh, Sierra's pregnant again. Mm-hmm. By that Congratulations. man. Yes. Third baby by him. Her husband. <laughs> yes. In general. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, they're filthy rich and because you know, I'm just like, damn, it's a lot of kids. It sounds like, like a lot to me. You can take care of, but like you don't, you get no one's. No, but it's still just and, that's another person living in your house. Like, yeah, but some people don't get so like, and I'm also like, I don't know much about either of them. Like, I don't know what their family dynamics are, but I was like, mm. you know, some people have big families, so they want big families. Oh yeah, or maybe some people who you know, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they just been fucking and like, hey, whatever happens. I think you know, like, I, right. I think they're like, listen, I mean, it might be deliberate because it seems like all the kids are about three years apart. So it might be very much Sierra being like, nigga, you must wait <laughs> until the one we have turns three before I will bear another. But, you know, I get the feeling enough. they can't take their hands off each other. You know, they seem very much like that type of couple. So good for them. Congratulations. What else is in our little uh, toy box here? Nothing. Do you remember? Okay. Did you hear about the Twitch streamer who caused a riot in Union Square? Yes. I don't know his name. I've never heard of him before, but I did hear about this story. So I once random, he was Black Excellence on this show once. Because was he? Became, he? Yes. <laughs> I made him Black Excellence on the show once because he became the like most subscribed streamer on Twitch or something. Like oh, that. okay. I don't even know if he still uses Twitch or whatever, but um, his name is Kai Sinat. He apparently told his following of however many millions of people or whatever oh, that he was doing some sort of giveaway at Union Square in New York City, which led to... <sighs> Thousands of people showing up, most of them underage, uh, and for whatever reason, this led to uh, chaos. Yeah, with the kids jumping up on top of cars, throwing shit, fighting, including fighting the police. Um, Six thousand people were arrest- people. arrested. <laughs> Six thousand people in Union Square, like. Dog, just think of the sheer number of people who were just going to work, running errands, like going to that fucking Whole Foods, like literally just minding their business. And then here go this insane scenario. I cannot even fathom. 65 arrests, 30 of them juvenile, (laughs) several people injured. At least four people were taken away in an ambulance. Oh, my God. Kaisenat was arrested and is facing charges of inciting a riot and promoting an unlawful gathering. Um, he was sent to released <sighs> and has to go back to court in a couple days. Um, so, <laughs> like, this doesn't surprise me just yeah. because, like, young Twitch streamer. And then I also, right after I mentioned him on Black Excellence, someone tweeted me, or actually a couple people tweeted me, and was like, oh, he's also a rape apologist. Here's the receipt. Oh, no. I was like, Damn, well, can't never say nothing nice about niggas. <laughs> so, I don't yes. know much about this young man, um, aside from the fact that he's, again, one of the most popular streamers and very regularly has rappers 
on his uh, mm-hmm. stream and shit and be in their music videos and on Summer Jam or whatever the fuck. So, um, yeah, and he posted man, a video on his YouTube called Kai Sanat Shuts Down New York City and it has 2.2 million views in five days. So, I have a feeling right. this nigga did exactly what he intended to do. Yikes, what a mess. Public relations is going great over there. Why right. would you, like, you've been arrested and charged. Why would you then post the footage to your, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not making no sense. So, I'm going to just let that Listen, young man have it. You, good luck to you. I'm here for a lunchtime. But not a long time, I feel you. So here's Lizzo's iOS press release. We spoke last week about the allegations, mm-hmm. accusations, and ramifications. <laughs> Work here. And <laughs> here's what she, not funny. Ill time. This is and not with you. <laughs> no, we're back. Okay. <laughs> here's her iOS press release. It says. These last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. Oh, there's a lot of this. (laughs) It's it's pretty long. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually, I choose not to respond to false allegations. But these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. These sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were not... No, public admit have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. Mm. As an artist, I've always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and my performances seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I'm not here to be looked at as a victim. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm genuine. You're so worn out. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Listen, I've been, I'm a I'm a physical be- girl. I'm so I'm an athlete. I oh am, yeah, you are for sure uh, that an athlete. I'm yep. <laughs> you know athletic uh, and in. I'm the, what's the, what are the people who, who do muscle stuff called? I feel like when you know that, you don't have to ask that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a gym person that does that. <laughs> so anyway. You know, and so I'm beat, you know, I'm allowed to be little. Yeah, no, of course. We understand your day is <laughs> Anyways, so physically taxing. This is very, this is serious. You're, you're just so worn out. We Excuse get it. me. This is very serious. Oh yeah, no, it is. Why? Well, I'm not here to be looked at as a victim. But I also know that I am not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. I am very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I'm not. There's nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. I'm hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who's reached out in support to lift me up during this time. Lizzo. Yes. Say that. I just, no, I but that was your way of wrapping it up. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, and man. so there you have it. That has been um, her statement from Lizzo Land so far. Mm-hmm. Um, since that statement, I've read that six new people have approached um, mm-hmm. the attorney who's handling this. Let me pull his name up because I have it here. Um, so, you know... That's a fun thing to throw into the mix Mm -hmm. on top of it, I suppose. Yeah. Just like last week when it was like other people who have worked with her coming forward and being like, yeah, I have a similar experience. I'm not part of the lawsuit, but, you know, this is how I feel type of situation. There's been a few more of those come out that I've seen, too. So Ron Zambrano said that his firm, I'm reading this from NBC News. Okay which focuses on employment laws, vetting new allegations from at least six people who said they toured with Lizzo, including other dancers, and some who said they worked on her Amazon Studios reality show. Mm. Watch out for the big girls. Um, The allegations, he said, are of a sexually charged environment and failure to pay employees, and he claims that some of them may be actionable, some of the claims, but it's too soon to say. Mm Mm-hmm. Whew. Well, yikes. yeah, it's, I mean, I I get this statement that she put out. Um, I think all things considered, I wouldn't have expected much different than this. And I guess after I've actually like taken the time to read the lawsuit myself, some of it, it was basically like what I suspected from last week was confirmed in the reading of this that like, Media outlets definitely took this, oh, Lizzo fat shames her dancer thing and kind of ran with it in the headlines when that is not Mm -hmm. even like there are much more serious allegations in this. And um, that whole situation is more of like one of perception than one that's like clearly inappropriate behavior by an employer. And I'm not shocked that that is the one thing that most of y'all are focusing on because most of y'all were just looking for a reason to talk some shit about the big girl any damn way. Like, y'all were literally just waiting for it to be okay. And now that you feel like you have your entrance, like you're taking full advantage of it, and that's why I'm not really paying attention to what most people have to say about this because most people are making it about Lizzo's body as opposed to the behavior that she is alleged to have exhibit against her own employees. Like... It's more of that. And those girls going on TMZ, I also did not understand because going on TMZ and saying it just. Oh, yeah. They went on TMZ with their lawyer, the two girls, and were like, yeah, um, you know, I just felt like the people who were willing to hang out with her after the shows and the people who wanted to go out to the club and the people who wanted to go to dinner and go to the club and dance and drinks and this, those people got favored over everybody else. And it's like. I'm not shocked that the people who want to kick it with her and that who she has fun hanging out with are the ones that she's picking over the people who are like, yeah, it's just a job and I'm going home. Like, it's valid for you to feel that way. But I'm also not surprised that a recording artist is hiring consistently the people that she has a good time with. I'm just not that I'm not particularly shocked by. So I guess we'll see how it plays out. But. Yeah, some of this, like the whole, you know, the the 
the allegations of being pressured into doing sexual acts around other people and the whole banana yeah. and the put like that is the stuff that's actually concerning. But y'all are focusing on making jokes about the idea that Lizzo would fat shame somebody else. And that's why I don't take you niggas seriously. That's literally why. <laughs> it almost reminds me of um you know, Dwight Howard recently got another allegation against him of sexually assaulting. Oh, I did not know that. Who he was um, alleged, allegedly have had, like, tried to hook up with or attempted to hook up with. And then, Ooh, anyway, I did not know there's that, a new, like, sexual yeah. assault allegation yeah. against Dwight Howard. And it feels like a lot of people are using that this story as a way to just have another conversation about Dwight Howard's sexuality, whether he's gay or mm. bisexual or whatever the fuck he is or whatever, and kind of skipping over the fact that people are saying he's assaulting them sexually. Mm. You know, like, if you want to kick around the idea that this man isn't straight. Yeah. When it's like, okay, cool, like a whole lot of people aren't. Right. <laughs> like and a, then a, what? a and lot. Then what? And then what if he isn't? That's but not I get how for this niggas, is now, the idea that they're not straight is like so terrifying. This is now more than one person who has said, Hey, he's violated me. Mm-hmm. Not just like, oh, guess what? Dwight Howard gay or Dwight Howard sleeps with this person or that person. I'm like, who the fuck cares? That's not the point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, yeah. people want to focus on the whatever is more sensationalized. Yeah, and a lot of what people are saying boils down to Lizzo isn't nice, which, I mean, on the one hand, I get it because her whole brand is kind of like, you know, love and positivity and like being decent people to one another and that whole vibe. But I guess, I don't know. I guess at the same time, I just never expect celebrities to be any better than the average everyday person. I really don't. Even if their music is... Right, because they aren't. (laughs) So even though her music is about like self-empowerment and joy and, you know, spreading good vibes and all this, I guess I just never really expected at my core Lizzo to be like a better person than anybody else. So also the idea that she's not nice, I'm just like, okay, she's allowed to not be nice. But I get why people are surprised. I totally agree with that. And I, I, yeah, I also understand why I guess it would be surprising Miss Lizzo, who like Mm -hmm. has babies on stage and, you know, talks about having the best day ever. Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Literally. But um, at the same time, like, yeah, when I read this person, that person coming out and being like, I worked with her on this and she was self-centered or she wasn't nice or she blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know the fuck if she's a bitch. Like, <laughs> right. So it basically just hell? like don't believe the facade, which, okay. I mean, that's useful information. Sure, I never. But I don't. But I'm sure somebody did. I'm sure somebody, probably a bunch of suburban white moms were really tapped into the whole Lizzo, the good fat black woman who was making me feel, <laughs> making me feel better about those 20 pounds I gained after I had the baby. <laughs> so, uh, so Lizzo's making all those suburban white moms. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, I feel better. For real, about but I'm just like, sweetie, Lizzo is also a black woman who, in any waking moment, 
of her life yeah. is dealing with vitriol simply for being fat yeah. and like and not hating herself yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So if on some of her working behind the scenes days, she's like, shut up! Like, you know what I mean? I'm not like gaggy. I'm not saying it's okay or whatever. I'm not excusing yeah. any of it. Right. But I, what I am saying is like, that don't move me as much as you saying that. That don't move me the way that you saying like this person has put me in compromising situations or uncomfortable situations yes. sexually. sexually. This yes. person has violated me in that right. way or whatever. Like, that's completely different than being right. like, I worked with her on this thing and she was mean. Right. I fucking care. I was pressured into eating a banana out of a fucking Dutch stripper's pussy. Like, is, that is... That is... That... And that's, <laughs> that one... This is, this is all I'm saying. If you want to critique Lizzo, there are actual things in this lawsuit that are crazy as hell to read. But most of y'all are just going off the headlines and being like, oh, how dare this big bitch call somebody else big? And that's how... Right. I, like, that's how I know y'all aren't actually serious about this. Like, the people who have legitimate criticisms about Lizzo are making it about systemic issues, making it about people feeling forced into performing sexual acts by their employer. You know, things that are wrong. And not just, also, how dare this fat girl. So, Also, like, y'all ugly bitches be calling people ugly. Like, y'all broke bitches be calling people broke. Oh, oh how dare you. <laughs> like. How dare you. <laughs> Y'all line hoes be calling, you know, people like, like, I don't, why is that even uh, like a confusing concept? Deflection? Yeah. Like I said, I feel like most of the people talking shit, we're just waiting for an opportunity. They're like, oh, I never liked her. No way. And I could never put my finger on why. Okay. I mean, if you couldn't put your finger on why before now, then it was probably just fat phobia. And now you feel better about letting it out because the people who had legitimate criticisms of Lizzo didn't wait till now to say something. Again, you niggas are just using this as an opportunity to let your real feelings about her body out when the whole time there's real shit to be focused on. But that's how y'all are. Yeah, that's how y'all are. So, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. But like I said last week, this many people all saying the same thing, child. I'm inclined to believe the 18 niggas saying the same thing. Hmm, but we shall see. So, anyway, what's next? Um, oh man, I was gonna do the fucking theme song from Gilligan's Island, but I don't remember it. Yep, that's the one. That's her. Well, one summertime in Alabama. <laughs> I knew Fade in the Water was coming up. <laughs> Should have written a song. I mean, you were just so busy from spending all day working out and being a fitness buff and... Literally and an just yeah, and, and and an athlete, literally an Olympian. Yeah. You were out there with Simone Biles, flipping and tumbling, and so oh, not yet. Understandable that you needed your resties, you needed your little sleepsies. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the Alabama Sweet Tea Party. <laughs> <laughs> no. Also being referred to as the Boston Tea Brawl. Oh, um, my the God. The Montgomery Massacre. 
and whatever the fuck else y'all are having a blast with, you niggas cannot take anything seriously. <laughs> not one fucking we thing. We should have never received access to the internet. Y'all should have never been given cap cut. Not y'all should ever. have never ever like y'all y'all okay. cannot treat nothing. When I tell you I have seen niggas take this footage and put good times over it. I have seen y'all put Mortal Kombat video fighting sounds over it. WWE. Where's the One Piece edit? Can someone make me a One Piece edit? They're they're in votes. Shout out to Montgomery, Alabama. All right. So if you haven't heard... Welcome back to Earth. Where yeah. where have you been? What's it like out there? Where have you been? <laughs> um, so last week Saturday. No. Yeah, it was Saturday. Yeah. This was um the charge on Tuesday. Yeah. These went these three white men, Richard Roberts, 48 years old, Alan Todd, 23, and Zachary Shipman, <laughs> Richard, Alan, and Zach, were charged with assault on Tuesday after they lost their wet, rabbit-ass minds <laughs> and decided to attack a riverboat captain by the name of Damien Pickett. Mm-hmm. Damien Pickett was uh, a black man simply doing his goddamn that's job. That's right. That's it and that's all. Sorry. Out on the dock. <laughs> Sorry. And, um, you know, I really commend him simply for being a black man whose job exists around white boat people. Because white boat people, especially I feel like in the South, mm-hmm. are a part. I don't know if they if they're like tapping into their like oh they are old pirate mm-hmm. pirate ass instincts or I don't yeah. know what the fuck what's going on here. Um. But I was not gagged by this behavior. Um, so, as I said, these three white men um, attacked and jumped on this black man who was doing his job, which was um, informing <laughs> their pink asses that they needed to move. <laughs> they needed to move their pontoon out of the way a few feet. Mm-hmm. So that the Harriet too, and the fact that the fucking boat. Listen, I said this is for me. This is for me. How is it called the Harriet? And you know <laughs> that I now and forever associate a Harriet Tubman with you because thank, of thank you. drunk history. Thank you, friend. Thank I you. watch it all the time, and I laugh with my mouth open. <laughs> Each experience. That's neither here nor there. The fact that the fucking boat is called Harriet too. Anyway. And this is the dock where slaves were brought to America to be sold in the center of Montgomery. Like everything is cyclical. Everything is like we are just the ancestors really rose up. They really did. (laughs) What a fucking moment this was. 
When this black man Bobby schmurdered his hat into the sky. <laughs> it was like a flare for niggas. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what these white people thought was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I know y'all be going out on your fucking boats, guzzling white claw, doing lines yep. and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and sweating. Natty, natty ice. Yep. Um... But I'm not entirely the fuck sure what you thought was about to take place. But I'll tell you what did happen. (laughs) Niggas immediately, first of all, were jumping into the water. Shout out. To gain access. To that young boy. (laughs) Somebody in my mentions called him Evander Holy Gills. And I had to log off. Jail. Prison and jail. I saw Aquaman. (laughs) Like Gucci Man. I saw Aquaman a few times. I did not see a Vander Holy Gills, (laughs) and that person should be ashamed. A 16-year-old boy jumped in the water with his Tim's on and swam across that bitch. That person risked his life. Swimming in Tim's? Michael Might as well have slammed with cinder blocks on his feet. Like, the fact, I said only a 16-year-old could have made it. Like, period. Only a 16-year-old could have done that in Tim's and jeans. Like, please, Me, I'm sinking. Tim's and jeans. I'm sinking. Jack from Titanic. <laughs> glub the fuck glub. Good night, nurse. Like, I'm literally not making it home. <laughs> Only a 16-year-old could have done that. That baby swam his ass to the dock to help Mr. Pickett and then... You remember in The Little Mermaid, the new one, when mm. Hallie, Ariel, yeah. like when the dog was in the water and she held him oh, up yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like yeah, yeah. guided him over to the ship? Yeah. That's the ancestor. That was the yes. ancestors. Holding that baby up. <laughs> Probably the ones that jumped ship. Yep. And did the best they could. That's right. Holding him up by right. those Tims in, his, they in said, those jeans. We know you ain't had nothing but purple bag Doritos and that red Mountain Dew. We know that's all you've had to eat for the past 36 hours. And yet we are Three going to peanut make sure, <laughs> we are going to make sure that your black ass makes it across this dock the way all the niggas swarmed in to turn this into a true battle. If you have niggas seen the footage, were I don't prepared. Know, I don't know where you've been. You have to go look it up. It is incredible. It, it is so, oh just, mm, like I wish that <laughs> I wish it could be a cake so I could just taste like the flavor. Mm. It was just so satisfying. It was. It was incredible. Because what the fuck did you think this was? Yes. I said when that boat pulled up and then, first of all, did you, the the hop skip that niggas be doing when it's up? Do you know what I'm talking about? You know exactly. Yes. We're like. Yes. When, them, when the niggas was trying to get on the boat because the owners had came back over to the dock. You mean that part when they was like getting on I'm the boat? I'm talking about when they all hopped up and it was that Captain America, Aquaman. Okay. <laughs> okay. Black ass widow. When all of them niggas, when yes. they approached that one boat, when they finally yes. got off. Yes. 
Yeah. And they say what time it is. Right. When you when niggas have that hop skip in their step <laughs> as they're approaching the eye, you know there is no discussion. I say and 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 on top of it, another part of this that's delicious is our directors. Mm. Okay, our directors, our DPs. Oh yeah. Okay, our cinematographers who are up top catching all of the footage and giving us commentary. Yes. Shout out to the journalists. At the exact same time. Who provided the play-by-play. Y'all are Black American heroes for getting on the camera and narrating the day's events for those of us who are vision impaired. Them niggas went over to their boat and immediately went into Jaws. Why I don't want to fight no more? And I saw another clip where... Two of the white boys was like running up on a pack of niggas like they was finna fight. And then when the niggas turned around I saw and saw too. them, they started backing up. And I'm like, why are you backing up now? What were you doing? You what, was just was acting like it was ready to box. So what is truly going on? Why don't you want to fight anymore, Tad? Because you just wanted to fight, Tad. So what happened? I don't get what it. What is the fucking issue? Baby, it was Chip. incredible. It was incredible. It was incredible. It gave me everything I need. When I tell you that, watching them drag each and every single one of their motherfucking asses, yeah. and then when Karen and Molly wanted to try and insert their asses in there, oh, oh no. They also got their asses beat. <laughs> oh, no. <coughs> no, we got some sisters for you, too. Boop, boop, mink, 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 in the water. And please do not forget about my uncle with that folding chair. Oh, we're getting to him. <laughs> That, We're getting to that hero. <laughs> they dashed them hoes into the water. Yes, they did. Boop, one you white can go boy swimming. jumped in the water. I to don't get know away why from the... niggas. He jumped in himself. He knew. What were you? What was the plan? What was the plan? I haven't seen black unity displayed like that amongst, amongst strangers in a very long time. Now, I don't know where the 42-year-old black man who has apparently not um, turned himself into police as of Wednesday morning, <laughs> whose name I will omit because <laughs> I stand with us. Leave that man alone as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck this man found that folding chair, honey, but it does not matter. Oh. I said uh, he had a ball on the Harriet too. I don't know what they were serving to drink. Mm-hmm. Hennessy. <laughs> but he took part. He did. Okay. And he wasn't having none of this bullshit. <laughs> that nigga came out there like he had the champion belt and he wasn't giving it away. Bop! Oh. I mean, he hit this man with this goddamn chair like five, six, seven times, right? Mm-hmm. And then all girl in the red dress who thought that she was doing something trying to insert herself into the fucking fight who was currently getting her ass beat. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was so sweet. Oh, that was a beautiful moment. <laughs> when they knocked Instantly right out of frame. <laughs> out out of frame comes the atomic chair. Boop! She gets a piece too. No, I said, no, I said, sir, <laughs> sir. I said, yep, unk. What's up, unk? Sir. Sir, no. with this chair, sir. You ain't have to do all that. But you're making your point. 
and your point was heard and it was received. But and and it was fine. Sense. Nobody died. Okay, nobody I have, died. I have no <laughs> argument for you, sir. <laughs> I will not. I will not act as if I did not laugh immediately <laughs> at the side of it. Um, here I am in my skin. Oh, yes, as God made me. Um, the entire affair was um Hilarious. a black historic event. It was. Um, it was. As I far believe as I'm concerned. this was Saturday. You said it happened Saturday. The news went viral Sunday. Black people August fifth. Yes. It's a holiday. It's, as far as I'm concerned, it is legitimately wow. a question of like, do you know where you were when the Montgomery brawl popped off? And when you learned about it, and what did you do in response? It was it was an incredible event for me personally. And I didn't find out about it until Sunday night. Um, Sunday during the afternoon, I took Noah to the Liberty game. The New York Liberty hosted the Las Vegas Aces at Barclays. Oh, right. Yeah, no, you would know. I forgot. Yeah, right. Uh, So you know who won the game? Clearly. Who? Sweetie, this is the worst word. Please don't, please don't, please don't try to Google it right fast. I'm not Googling anything. So then who won the game between the Liberty and the Aces? The Aces won the game. Thank you. So, like I said, I took Noah to the game. And when there was a 40-point lead, I tweeted, wow, we beating some ass up in here on today. Hmm. And everybody thought I was talking about this Montgomery Riverfront boss. (laughs) I was like, why is this going viral? Because niggas, honestly, niggas normally ignore my tweets about the W. But this one was, I was like, why is everybody interacting with this? Niggas thought that I was prophesying the Montgomery brawl. (laughs) Niggas like (laughs) actually beating each other's asses. So. You know, what a moment that was um, for me. And I really enjoyed being at dinner that night and having the video shown to me. I was blown away by how swiftly niggas came together and said, absolutely the fuck not, not on today and not in this space. Let this be a lesson to all of your fucking drooling, coors light guzzling, ignorant ass, nope. not need ass, mama's daddy's cousins and what who shot John. That's right. Nobody gives a fuck about you, bitch, about your boat, bitch, about any of that motherfucking shit at all. You can absolutely get scooped and so can your lady friends. <laughs> That's just a fact. <laughs> scooped is like salsa. <laughs> like, scooped is through no one gives a fuck. You are not going to go wherever you want to and act like you own the place. Yes. We're not doing that. We're not. We're not doing that. That man was doing his goddamn job. You ha- And it was like... The captain or other captain of that fucking boat said, hey, I absolutely believe that this was racially charged, even though I guess the FBI doesn't want to do that. And B, I've had issues with these same ass white people before. And they waited 45 minutes trying to get in touch with these crackers and tell them to move their shit 
and they never fucking did. And another Riverboat employee came forward and said that the white folks started tossing out the nigga word immediately. Like, fuck these niggas. These niggas not going to tell us what to do, blah, blah, blah. And so that's how yeah, everything really you. got we're active. But, I mean, that's the thing. Even the police chief of Montgomery was like, you know, initially on the scene, was we was reacting to what we saw. But then after we saw all y'all's videos, we have decided to arrest all these crackers. And I'm like, amen. Because I, I personally was pissed at how quickly they arrested the niggas. Which, I mean, you know, one of them did have a potentially lethal weapon in the form of a white folded chair but you know otherwise I felt like y'all not coming after the people who were really the aggressors in the situation and thank God for smartphones and social media in moments like these to where even the police have to be like child and it's uh, I have been shocked at the way this has spread as far as like you and the white people you know have started doing skits about this event so about that (laughs) that's too much for me personally accepting the role as the racist is is something and the white people do it they know i guess they They someone's got it yeah yeah maybe like i mean them is my cousins i can't lie (laughs) anyway as I said, y'all bitches are going to stop going around wherever the fuck you want to and think that you can treat people sp- like specifically yeah. black and brown people however the fuck you want to. And you super are not going to put your hands on people. That's what you're not going to do. Especially That's- when you're the one in the wrong. You're in the wrong. That's the thing. This is just a black man doing his fucking job. But the issue is you feel like just based on white, that this black person doesn't have the right to give yeah. you instructions, even though the instructions he's giving you are not personal. They're not no. instructions no. that he created because he wants to just ruin this white man's <laughs> day because that's what we <laughs> niggas wake up to do. Right. Even though we built this whole goddamn shit for you. Like, this man is telling you what needs to be done mm-hmm. so that literally dozens of other people please i'm what happened <laughs> in montgomery alabama on august 5th mm-hmm. it needed to happen must be a reminder to those of you out there of what solidarity looks like amen um and i hope that this can be an inspiration and a lesson all at the same time to those who need either or both. Um, and uh, once again, I will just finish by saying, if you have not seen the footage, um, take a gander. It's pretty damn great. Also, there are <laughs> countless edits and I don't know, Michael Bay is probably working on the film right now. So, And I'm not mad at none of that. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> It just, it brought me a lot of joy to watch them white people getting their asses beat and talking big shit, rolling up like they was really finna do something. And wasn't no weapons for the most part. Again, I don't know about Unc with the seat, but for the most part, this was just fisticuffs. And y'all got y'all's asses tore up. A 16-year-old boy swam across the fucking river. <laughs> swam across that little shit to the dock to beat y'all's ass. 
Like, let me tell you something. I love being black. I will tell you who lives in a pineapple under the goddamn sea. <laughs> your man's. Right when I get up on this motherfucking dock and stomp your dumb ass, the motherfucker. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I had a blast with the with the footage. I know lots of y'all did Same. as well. And, uh, yeah, shout out to the good folks over there in Alabama doing the Lord's work the and Lord's reminding work. That's right. folks. Also just made me think, looking at it, like, this is, I can't help but think of, like, quote, that, like, white people are lucky that we just want equality. Equality. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's And it's wild that they don't understand that they're lucky. <laughs> that that's all we want. <laughs> Like, why are y'all... To just be respected as humans and just equals. Just treated equally, you know. Allowed to live, go Especially home since we, don't, we did all of this unpaid, literal, like, Labor. murderous yep. work. So that y'all could have this country in the first place. Yeah. No, it's some real niggas in Montgomery, Alabama. And shout out to y'all. Because y'all did y'all big one. Mm-hmm. Y'all been real uh, comfortable around black people for a couple of years decade or so at this point y'all been, yeah, y'all been acting out and trump done put a battery in y'all back but y'all fuck that's all that mm-hmm. fuck all that fuck all that mm-hmm. niggas was Need not playing you a reminder here it is hon yeah that's i loved it, it. I for loved me it. on black excellent oh no hot <laughs> hot tops work r.i.p dj casper and we'll be right back Welcome back to the podcast program. It's time for your letters. Yes, it is. I was going to scream after we do sports shorts, but you already talked about your little lesbian basketball games. So. I mean, it's not like you have any fucking clue about that game or what happened. And if you do, it's because you learned it in the last 10 minutes. So I'm legitimately Sweetie, uninterested. I've been looking directly... <laughs> right at you this whole time. I know that the Las Vegas Aces won their little gay basketball game. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun for you, isn't it? And it's also fun for you because you went there being gay. The Las Vegas Aces did not win that basketball game. The Las Vegas Aces actually had their worst loss in franchise history. But... I knew that because I actually know something about women's basketball. And you did not yeah, because so you Yeah, so do I. So, <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> the game was truly incredible. Noah had a great time. She got to meet Ellie the Elephant, and they put us up on the Jumbotron, so she was super hype. Um, and, yeah, f- shout out to the Liberty. Wow, you don't know who Ellie is. Interesting. No, because I don't give a fuck about mascots. Who even has mascots in 2020? Every fucking team. Stupid. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, a sports broadcaster would know this. Every yeah, team has a fucking mascot. Yeah, but nobody cares because who the fuck takes mascots seriously besides you and children? Yeah, Noah took a picture with Ellie because she's 10. Like I said, Noah met Duh. Ellie. I'm not that she's a child. So mascot, she was stupid. into it. Not you being mad because you legit don't know nothing about the topic. I don't know why you can't just take your win and be happy with that. Like, last week, you knew about the boxing nigga or whatever. And you could have just kept that. 
and stayed in that lane. But no, you always want anyway. To swerve nobody cares about like your you lesbian sports <laughs> in the first place. You always want to pretend like you know something about something else. You truly do. You are s- the hatred that you have inside of your heart. Is that what it is? Is honestly dangerous. Oh, <laughs> it's really dangerous, okay. and it's probably going to shave years off. Of your oh life. yeah, no, it probably is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's me yeah, and the hatred that I You should look into it. I really should. Yeah. So, also, having that much vitriol inside of you as a therapist, odd. Is it? Odd. Do you yeah. consider it vitriol? Yeah, I think that it's very clear that you have, like, a, like, there is a, a <laughs> hatred, an irrational hatred in your core. It's not a, for what well, I do for a living. Okay, so it's not, that, it's, it's not a well-deserved derision of the things you say with regards to most sports. Listen, I'm very correct on the things that I talk about. You were just so wrong about... times out of ten. You were just so wrong about who won the game, and you said it twice. You did it twice. Yeah, that's fine, because at the end of the game, at the end of the day, (laughs) gay. Yeah, at the end of the game, what happens? (laughs) Read the letters. (laughs) So anyway, like I said... Our question this week comes from Brianna, who says, I'm a 20-year-old black trans woman, and I'm having some trouble in one of my longest friendships. My friend Don is very brilliant, and she's, oh, sorry, they use a lot of big words, theory, philosophy, and dialects, which is awesome. And I love how intelligent my friend is about queer theory and gender politics. The problem is that it's too fucking much for me. We FaceTime every day, and every time we talk, it seems like the conversation can suddenly switch to Don bringing up how XYZ relates to the way that queer people ABC and the implications of such information to somebody such as myself. And now this part of our relationship has become far too much for me to handle. God forbid that I have a different opinion or I'm expected to defend my thoughts in the same intellectual way, and I just cannot do that. I ain't read the text. I haven't been to the seminars, and I don't want to. I hate talking about gender politics and queer theory and who is transphobic and who's trans and who isn't all the fucking time. And since my best friend has a degree in gender studies and I used to be a Tumblr intellectual and I am trans myself, (laughs) I feel like. You have a degree? Okay. Yeah, you can definitely get a degree in gender studies. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like I can't escape discussing that stuff all the time, even though I just want to fucking break. I've brought this up with Don recently about how when they do that, I kind of just check out and stop listening. And it basically becomes Don having a Socratic seminar with himself for like 10 minutes. But me bringing that up turned into Don having a Socratic seminar with himself for like 20 minutes about how they feel like I can keep up with them and have relevant input in these conversations and just being oblivious to the fact that I don't want to talk about this shit all the time. It's been a few weeks since that conversation and nothing has changed. I feel like it's getting to the point where my friend of almost 10 years and I just aren't compatible anymore, but I hate that. It's not like Don doesn't know mad other smart people to talk to about this stuff, but I feel like it would rude to be like, hey, sis, you should talk about this with your smart friends. And it makes it worse that when I try to talk in depth about things I'm interested in, Don adamantly shoots me down and says they aren't interested. I'm starting to feel like the dumb yet pretty friend. What do I do? Thanks. I mean, Brianna just went to make sure that we knew she was cute. Thanks, okay. Brianna. All right, well, 
Have any help for Brianna since you know every goddamn thing? Well, I don't know everything. I know who won between the Liberty and the Aces on Sunday, but oh, I don't wow. know. I'll take that to the bank. Everything. <laughs> I don't know everything. I know that simple fact, but. Mm. Nice. <laughs> well, how can that help Brianna? Um, well, that actually has nothing to do with Brianna and why you brought it up. Because you know that's what you was talking about. I don't know, but. Anyway, I mean, anyway, it's clear you have a catalog of knowledge, so you can. I do know a lot of things. However, I don't know everything. Yeah. And anyway, um, I feel for Brianna because it's like, I don't know. It sounds like this friend may be trans or gender nonconforming or non-binary themselves, which Sure. May also, you know, it might make it a little bit more complicated, but I think it's fine to say, sis, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm not capable of keeping up a conversation with you about this because I say that to Kia all the time. When Kia gets started with whatever the hell it is she does and all those big words about academics and college and child trans transforming the Something so that the students can aggregate the something. Don't hurt yourself. Like literally, my I'm, my eyes are twisting. I have no idea what the I fuck you're talking in the about. Room when she <laughs> when she defended her dissertation, yes, and I, I simply tapped out. Like when it seemed like a time to do that, I guess. Uh, girl, I mean, let me no know when Kia won. Let me know when she won because otherwise, very I, smart. I'm finna get on Snapchat. Like I don't know what you're talking about. I knew that she knew what she was talking about. Right. And that she was right. Right. <laughs> That's it. Because other smart people were asking her questions and she was answering them. Right away. And do I know what any of that was about? Absolutely not. That's not the point. And it's I not. Like, it's okay yeah. for you, Brianna, to be like, listen, girl, I live the trans life. I don't want to sit here and talk about, like, trans oppression all day, every fucking day. Sometimes I just want to talk about the new TV show I watched or, like, what I had for lunch or just, like, yeah. it's just something joyful, bitch. I, I for sure don't want to sit here and intellectualize with you about my experience all day. And then when I want to talk about stuff I actually care about, you act like it don't mean nothing. That, to me, is really the issue. Like, a lot of people kind of have tunnel vision about stuff they really care about. And it can kind of be hard for them to realize that everybody else is not interested in whatever the fuck they're talking about. But when you talk about things that you actually care about and this person just shoots it down and is like, girl, who cares? That's where it's an issue because now you're not being a friend. I'm sitting I, here listening to you use all these big words. Like you can sit here and listen to me talk about Pokemon or whatever. I have the exact same response to that oh do you interesting i don't know where i was waiting for the like so i told them (laughs) that you know i don't know what the nut ass fuck they're talking about and i'm bored um and here's how that went Mm -hmm. um i think that you have the right to do that i think that you can say hey girl i totally you know um i get it hun um i living a life and uh you know i respect you and your like activism tees you know <laughs> not we your gotta, activism tees <laughs> we gotta you know someone's we gotta fight the fight out there um 
at the same time, did you know that there's oxtail pizza? It's a thing. <laughs> Tried it just last week. Honey. Very important. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That I agree. It's like you can say to your friend, like, not because I think that this is dumb or, you know, you're dumb or whatever. <laughs> I just don't feel like I have a lot to add to the conversation when we're talking about this because it doesn't, I'm not as passionate about it as mm-hmm. you are or informed. Um, and it's just maybe not really one of my major interests, and y'all can dissect that. But it it sounds, again, like this person, they're not like, um, <clears throat> it sounds like they're not really interested in hearing you out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Definitely sounds like, you know, people, when they, like, make their identity their personality yes (laughs) yes i do and like every second of every day and every conversation has to be about how hard life is being like like Mm -hmm. yeah i'm tapped into that by virtue of being we get it yeah Um, freeze-dried peach rings. Who knew? You know, like, what a, just, what a treat. Like, I don't want to... <laughs> what a delight. <laughs> Excuse me if I want to escape from Yes, like, girl, there are good things in this and, world, too. Are you going to see Renaissance? And, like, <laughs> let's talk about something happy, bitch. Just for once. But it's like, outside of that, when you want to talk about your peach rings or fucking Renaissance tickets, they're like, I don't give a shit. Right. That's not friendship. That's not. Like, A, we can't, we're not having meaningful, engaging conversation with one another. That's one. Two, we're talking about the same goddamn shit every motherfucking (laughs) time we talk to each other. Not really over it, right. And then three is that when I try to talk about something else, they're like, who the fuck cares? Yeah, it's possible that you and this person have outgrown each other. Mm-hmm. It's also possible that this person is in a season that is very, um, that very heavily revolves around um, their identity and how they feel about that and the world, et cetera. Um, and maybe they will uh, evolve from that. Mm-hmm. into someone that more resembles your friend so yeah <laughs> could be that maybe y'all need a break um from each other like you said you believe they have uh other smart ass smart friends, friends to talk right. to about talk this to your smart friends about this yeah um but yeah if you have not had like the direct conversation with them yet mm-hmm. about that this very specific thing rather than being vague about it i would do that and as what bianca brianna said what uh 10 years did she say how long they were friends um how long they've been yeah my friend of almost 10 years yeah so so that's half your life she's only 20 (laughs) (laughs) but exactly so it's like i would think that yeah we could have a conversation of hey girl i don't want to talk about this anymore 
Mm, and I feel like you should get that. I feel like you don't listen to me when I want to talk about other things. And right. that's not very nice. Yeah. And if they're not receptive to that, then I think that, yeah, that's definite uh, proof that maybe you either have grown apart or they're kind of in a a season that doesn't really match your season right mm. now. And that's okay. And it happens to people all the time. It does. It does. But I would, I mean, my question is like, what good is your friend's degree in gender studies if they don't know enough to like not deliberately harass their trans friend about trans shit every fucking time y'all talk? Like that's y'all talk, question. y'all FaceTime every day. And like, I'm, I'm sorry, at no point in the pursuit of this degree did you learn that like trans people have other interests? <laughs> And and don't want to be talked to like they're just these one dimensional trans only and nothing else matters in their lives beings like this is and the fact that you don't listen to the feedback and you're like, oh, no, you can handle it, girl. And you want to talk about different flavors of M&Ms. You got me fucked up. And it's like, bitch, like that's where it's too much for me. And like, I totally understand the feeling of urgency. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and there are some people who are also very, just very, very, uh, interested and in, in, engaged with news or like current events. And oh, yeah, for sure. Like, people who like literally read the news all day, every day, and stuff like that's a big thing for some people. I'm not saying that that's them, but yeah, like I, I think that's a fair question. Like, at at what point in the gender studies, the the journey to that degree, do you go, hey, maybe <laughs> my trans friend is a person that you know, has everyday interests. Maybe they want to talk about sports like... or food or clothes <laughs> or games or movies or, like, anything. toys. I don't know, like, anything else besides how fucking difficult and goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> deadly it is to just be alive every day. Like, imagine FaceTiming a bitch every day and she's like, so, you're black and queer. How miserable is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about the latest incidents of black queer people being attacked for who they are? And it's like, just boop. Hey, still a fag over there, hun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Can't even go to the gas station these oh days, honey, huh? Like, who the fuck oh, wants so to hear that every day? <laughs> Right, right. So that's why most of us actually lean on our interests for a form of escapism. That's why we listen to Renaissance backwards and forwards. That's why we watch horror movies or fucking anime. That's why we play Disney Dreamlight Valley for hours. Like we, <laughs> this is why we get we dive right into our distractions, girl, because we don't want to have to constantly talk about. The horrible parts of our life is. So that is something, Brianna, that Don should be able to understand. And if you have been stating it plainly and Don still just insists on not being a real friend, then, you know, sometimes you have to accept that you have outgrown the relationship. I had to do that with some of my friends and it really did suck. I mean, friends that I have had. Well, I haven't had to do it recently, but like. You know, a few years after high school, that five to ten years after high school, and you're like, mm, yeah. these friends that I had since, like, 10th grade, <laughs> I feel like perhaps we're not, you know, <laughs> really on the same level no more. And 
it's it can be difficult to do, but child, you deserve to not feel like re-traumatized every time you get on FaceTime with your friend. Eventually, you're going to see her name pop up on your phone and be like, oh, my God, I literally don't even have the strength for this bitch today. Exactly. She's going to have a bunch of $20 words like, girl, we're not we're not playing Scrabble. What do you want? Say it like a human. Fuck. (laughs) You're being your TikTok feed. You're doing it again. You're doing it again. No, you're doing it again. I'm not your PhD group chat. (laughs) That isn't who I am. How is your mom? (laughs) Like anything. Something else. Like, say it. Yeah. What is going on? So, um, good luck to you, Don, as you deal with your friend. Brianna, Don is this. Oh, you're right. <laughs> good, I remember some stuff. Well, you know what? Good luck to you, Don, because uh you you're gonna need to have a healthy dose of uh self-awareness when Brianna comes to you and be like, bitch, either get it, <laughs> it together. might be a struggle. <laughs> but you need it you need it yeah this is too much like let people be their multi-dimensional selves and yeah um so yeah good luck brianna let us know how it It reminds me of a debbie downer skit from snl snl why do i feel like i've seen that before yeah i feel like i've seen it um, like, I can't name white. Yeah, people. that's fair. No, no, no. That's completely. Yeah, that's <laughs> completely. Fair. Oh, that white woman You'll with the face. Name. Yep, I know that yep, face. The white woman <laughs> yeah, with face. the face. Yep. <laughs> that's her. <laughs> the Disney World skit is like the one to watch because. Oh yes, her character is actually called Debbie Downer, and that is what yeah. she does. <laughs> And she literally just comes into a scene where everyone's just having a regular day talking about, like, their brother or, like, what their daughter made right. at school. And then she comes in and she's like, you know, like, 98% of crayons are actually toxic. <laughs> you know, it's like... It's just like, fuck, Debbie, can you just be yeah. normal for a second? <gasps> she's a Don Downer. Don Downer. Get they it? Are do- you're a Don Downer. That's a good way to get them to maybe leave you yes. alone. If they're going to take it really personally yes. and think that that's mean. Be like, Don Downer, you're doing the... <laughs> oh or God. Debbie Donner. <gasps> okay, Debbie Donner might be better. Because the, yeah, the alliteration mm. is there. And it sounds you do what like... You want. Yeah, so, um, but please let us know how it goes. I'm interested. And I don't understand. Like, I feel like all my smarty art friends know to keep that shit in, like, their PhD group chat. Please don't. You know not to come over here with my extra regular <laughs> Honey, ass talking all them words. You know that. It only takes about two. Don't do that. Yeah. For me. <laughs> Before everybody is like. Before so, they're like, oh, yeah. Anyway, did you see. um. Anya and Lego in Tales from the Flying Dog, or I don't know, whatever your shows are called. So, um, but hey. good luck, but good luck to you, Bria. Um, and if the rest of you have a question for us, send it on over to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and then we'll be right back. We're back. It's time for the read. It is. Take it away. Do you have a read this week? I have like two quick ones. Okay. Well, I mean, I just have a few quick ones. So first of all, I want to give a small update to the O'Shea Sibley case from last week. 
Oh, yeah. The person who stabbed O'Shea at that um, gas station in Brooklyn is not a Muslim, as he previously stated, but is... Remember the news reports at first were him saying, like, I'm a Muslim, we don't do all this around here, like, chill out with all that dancing and the... You didn't hear about that. Well... So that rumor floated around for several days, but was cleared up the other day when Dmitry Popov, who is 17 years old and lived in lives in Brooklyn, was arraigned on multiple charges, including murder and a hate crime. Um, According to New York state law, anybody over the age of 13 who is charged with murder is prosecuted in adult court. And so he is being charged as an adult. He's accused of fatally stabbing this man and. His uh, defense attorney, Mark Pollard, said that his client is indeed not Muslim, but a good Christian boy who was born in the United States while his parents are from Russia. And he's a high school senior who's worked two jobs and never been in trouble before. And to that, I say there's no way that you are also a murderer and a good Christian. Like it doesn't not when you're. Not when you're murdering somebody who posed absolutely no threat to you or your safety or the safety of people around you. Like, this man was literally minding his fucking business. Like, you don't even have to look that up. You That's, don't, like, basic. It isn't. It Like, you don't. You don't. So, like, there's nothing. This is, I feel like it's... You don't have to go too deep in, in Christian lore no. to get... No. When, when, when that nigga Jesus came down lore. from the mount with the two tablets and was like, I got ten rules for hey. y'all niggas. <laughs> Thou shalt not kill is on that bitch. <laughs> Thou shalt not twerk at a gas station is not. Thou shalt not kill is right one. there. It's right there. Yeah. So, like, there's no way. Like, you're literally not doing the good Christian thing. But also, like, you're a high school senior who has two jobs and you've never been in trouble before. I really don't care if you've never been in trouble before. When the Could first time we hear about you being in trouble is because you murdered somebody. Again, somebody who was not bothering you, who you were simply upset by, but somebody who was not threatening you in any way. And you could have just gone back to your car, driven home and had a completely different night. Like none of this had to happen. So an extra special fuck you to this young man um, for the I don't know how the Muslim thing got started. I think he actually said it, but how... If he did, and that was, like, very deliberate, how fucked up of you to try right? to bring Muslims into this? Like, I know the Muslims was like, bitch, we're literally just minding our business, and then here you go, bringing now us into your shit. You see how they put me in? Now, you see how I get put in this shit? I ain't even do nothing. Like, literally, Muslims wasn't doing nothing, and then here you go, claiming they religion. As if that was an to excuse somehow for this. Justify murdering someone, girl. In cold blood, girl. There's simply no justification for this okay. bullshit. Like there's there, there isn't one. So, you know, normally I feel kind of iffy about teenagers being charged as adults, but in this case, I feel great. Child, he's 17. He can go underneath the girls. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Right. I'm sorry. I'm fucking over it. You're murdering gay, queer people, like black queer people just for existing. Yeah. For dancing at a gas station. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let them boys take you. (laughs) Whatever they got, honey. I'm not going to be. I'll have no argument. At all. They can truly have you. That, That ain't none of my business. 
to talk. Um, speaking of people who inserted themselves into business when they absolutely didn't need to, Iggy Azalea is getting dragged from the rooter to the tutor because she is. Um, and just like her fellow immigrant, uh, Tory Lanes, she is absolutely setting herself up by writing a letter of support for Tory Lanes ahead of his shooting. Um, not shooting, but the sentencing for the shooting um, mm-hmm. of Megan, which the judge briefly touched on. And she was uh, saying that, you know, he doesn't deserve more than five years for the shooting. And she's like asking the judge to give him a restorative sentence and not one that will ruin his life or whatever else. And so she rightfully got dragged because of all the times for Iggy Azalea to decide to pipe up and advocate on behalf of somebody else. (laughs) Do you think she would pick an opportunity to support a black woman, to uplift somebody who wasn't actually, you know, like, like, do you think she would take this opportunity to uplift an actual victim and say, Hey, I'm going to use my platform and my voice and, whatever limited amount of influence and power I have to bring light to a situation where justice has not been served. No, she chose to do the exact opposite. So the people have rightfully been tearing her apart since they found out about it. And then she decided to clear things up for the record and say that she hasn't been in touch with Tori for several months and that she wishes him well, but she doesn't support anybody. And had she known it was going to be public, she would have never wrote it in the first place, which was truly the funniest part to me. (laughs) But, you know, basically doubling down by saying she's not in support of throwing away anybody's life if we can give reasonable punishments that are rehabilitative instead. Okay, and I support prison reform, blah, blah, blah. Girl, womp, womp, womp. I'm sorry. No, it's literally boring. It's literally boring because... (laughs) I'm just laughing at imagining being this nigga in jail. (laughs) For somebody who, who sent you a letter <laughs> to, to say, if, if I knew people would have seen it, I never would have sent Yeah, it. yeah. She said, "Um, I was told that only the judge would see it, and I did not realize it would be a matter of public record. I guess not understanding that the judge can, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I have a feeling the judge can pretty much do what they want to do. And if you write a letter to an inmate, that could very well become public information. Like, I feel like... I feel like damn near anything that goes through court in most (laughs) cases can easily become... Anytime you send something to the jail, like, I feel like... (laughs) They make it very clear that they listen to your phone calls, they open your mail, um, and, you know, things along that nature. So, child... She was already useless, but fuck is Iggy Azalea from once again sticking her neck out for all the wrong reasons. And lastly, I had to talk about this Neo situation. Mm, yeah, that was one of mine. Let's do it. So. <laughs> First of all, Neo's around. Like. I mean, maybe if you had been asleep since, like, 2007, you would have, you know, just been shocked that anybody was paying attention to Neo, but... Most of us don't. So, I mean, and we haven't. Like, we haven't had 
reason. any reason to do that. Yes. So he was on Vlad TV <laughs> talking shit about um, parents who allow their children to go along with um, tr- transitioning, like their transgender children, allowing them to change their appearance to reflect how they feel on the inside, letting them dress however they want to, um, mm-hmm. things along that line. And he said that he feels like parents have forgotten what the role of a parent is. And if your little boy comes up to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, there ain't no reason to just let him rock with that. And letting kids, you know, do whatever they want to do just means that they're going to do something ridiculous. Like if you let a five-year-old eat candy all day, that's what he's going to do. So... Why would you yeah, let a six-year-old or 12-year-old make their own decisions? And he came from an era where a man was a man and a woman was a woman. And there was just two genders. And you could yeah, identify typical. as a goldfish yeah, if you want shit. to because that ain't my business. And it only becomes my business when you try to make me play the game. And I'm not going to call you no goldfish, bitch. Nobody's asking you to call you them at, at all. Right. So, first of all, literally... Who tried to make you play the game of having a trans child? I'm, no, nobody. Like the the whole and the whole like you could identify as a goldfish. It really sounds like when white people be like, I don't care if you're purple or green or blue. Then what what matters is that you blah blah blah. Like girl, you're pulling shit out of your ass at this point to justify your ridiculous transphobic ignorant ass point and then so okay so he said all this on vlad tv his therapist got to type in <laughs> and issued in, oh did i say therapist you did. i mean you work as one i mean <laughs> sorry it's on the brain but um the publicist yes issued a statement saying, after much reflection, I'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone I didn't want to hurry with my comments on parenting and gender identity. I've always been an advocate for love and inclusivity in the Lega Bigotica community, so I understand how my comments could have been interpreted as insensitive and offensive. Gender identity is nuanced. So, right, we should have known. Neil don't know all these words, okay? And I can honestly admit that I plan to better educate myself on the topic so can I, I can approach future conversations with more empathy at the end of the day, I lead with love and support everyone's freedom of expression and pursuit of happiness. Yeah. That is the lovely note that the publicist wrote for him. Put it on a nice, um, with, over a nice background, they too, did. to make it, like, artsy. It looked like a background of him, did it not? Like, is this him I holding think so. a, Probably. a mic stand and a mic? So... <sighs> Was it even... A whole day later? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think it was even a whole day later because this nigga hopped back on Instagram on video this time in selfie mode. Unfortunately. In black and white. Talking about, uh, normally I don't give a fuck what y'all say, but, um, first of all, that apology bullshit, scratch all that. I don't, I don't apologize for having an opinion on this shit at all. I'm a 43-year-old heterosexual man. Raising five boys and two girls. And if my opinion offended you, then okay, yeah, I apologize for you being offended, but I'm entitled to feel how I feel and you can feel how you feel. And I don't have no beef with the queers, but you know, if I get canceled for this, then maybe this is just a world where y'all don't need me, yo, no more. 
who's going to tell him? Because... (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to tell him that we have not needed Neo since So Sick of Love Songs, So Tired of Tears, So Done with Wishing You Were Here. It's been a very long time, nigga. We don't don't... care. (laughs) I'm a hustler and I'm going to take care of my kids even if y'all do cancel me. And I'm going to figure something out no matter what. Yeah, didn't you fucking write Umbrella or something? Yeah, of course. Like, shut up. Who cares? First We know you're rich, stupid. We don't have to stream your music for you to get paid. We know that. You're going to be just fine. You don't ever have to put out another record. You've probably done enough writing and producing for other people to never ever have to be umbrella. worried about that. Oh, yeah, he did. But still, Neo has he has quite the extensive. He wrote irreplaceable. Um. Yes, he did. I believe. Hold on. Let me look it up just to be sure. But I think he did. No, he definitely wrote Irreplaceable because yeah. he wouldn't stop talking about how niggas gave him a hard time for writing that song or something. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, right. So, like... Shut up. First of all, nobody was ever worried about, like, you having to hustle and work, like, eight jobs in order to support your kids or whatever the fuck else. But if you were going to come back around and be like, I actually don't apologize for shit, then what was the point in booking whatever innocent white person sat down and wrote that out for you? <laughs> I, my guess was that they did that without his... <laughs> without his uh, His request, notification. Right. Yeah, I assume that they just did that and put it up because... <laughs> Not they just logged right on in and... <laughs> because you're right. Why else would he immediately hop on and be like, um, this is coming from the horse's mouth and not the publicist's computer? What? So why... But then you also, in this video, repeated a lot of the same shit that the publicist put on there. You still went and, and, and claimed that, oh, I and I am going to, you know, try to educate myself on this better. And I, I've always cared, you know, led with love. And da, da, da. like there was like, so you could have just shut the fuck up. Right. If that's how you really you just shut the fuck up. But you wanted that? us to know that you still hate trans people, yep. including children. And that is more important to you than people thinking otherwise. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with that. It, with, like, because the thing for me was like, and he's like, okay, you know, I'm allowed to fe- have an opinion. I'm allowed to feel how I feel. And you're allowed to feel how you feel. And we're allowed to feel how I feel. You're right. And your children... Your children are also allowed to feel how they feel. Please say it. I don't know why y'all think that because kids be like five years old or six years old, that they're somehow like they're Cabbage Patch dolls that don't like feel things, know things, want things, remember things. Like they're just these little puppets for you to play with. No, the same way you can feel how you feel, your baby can feel how the fuck they feel too. But you literally don't care about how your kids feel. You just want for your kids to be like you when they grow up. That's it. You want them to think what you think. You want them to love what you love. And you want them to hate the shit that you hate. A lot of y'all's biggest fear as parents is that your kids are going to grow into people that you don't like quote unquote agree with or are are people that have beliefs or interests that don't align with yours. Surprise! That's gonna happen. A lot. A lot. 
because just because you made a nigga doesn't mean they're going to be your motherfucking splitting image and just like you. Like, I, I don't know what... Furthermore, as far as Neo was concerned, <laughs> like, first of all, okay, let me say this first, right? When you are talking about your kids coming up to you and you not letting them be trans, whatever that means, <sighs> you telling a kid whatever the fuck you would tell them as a transphobe when they come to you and say how they identify is not going to stop them from being nope. transgender. Nope. I'll give you an example. <laughs> I'm gay. Soup's gay. Been that way since birth time. Um, I remember when I was, uh, there was a time when I was, I don't know, I had to be somewhere around six or seven. And my mama, for whatever reason, was in a good mood. We stopped at the Toys R Us over there in Cutler Ridge. Anybody from South Miami know what I'm talking about? That one right there They used to be on US 1. And we went into the Toys R Us, which at that age is like, you know, second to Disney World. Oh, yeah. And my mom was like, you know, I'm sure she gave me like a limit, but she was like, you know, grab something you like. We're probably there to buy a gift for somebody else. Mm-hmm. But my mama Back was like... Party. You know, if you want something, grab something, I'll get it for you. I picked up. I had I went around, I looked at the action figures. They didn't have Storm. Fuck it. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> like, so I looked around and I settled on a poly pocket. Because I thought it was fascinating that this bitch had a whole house. She does. In a compact. <laughs> In a compact, bro. That's that's a whole it's, it's a doll and a doll house that fits in your pocket yep that costs like i don't, I don't remember how, them, how much them shits cost it but i thought that the concept was fascinating right so i i pick up the thing take it to my mother i cannot i don't remember exactly what she said I know that I did not get anything from Toys R Us that day. Mm. And I remember feeling like she was upset with me. Yeah. Mm. And I knew what it was based in, but I didn't know what I was supposed to do about that. So what that type of um, sort of rejection or um, deterrence from even acknowledging this part of me as a child, what that did was it didn't make me straight. It didn't like take away my interest in dolls or whatever. All right. And it didn't, you know, remove my interest in dolls or whatever you would consider girl toys. What it did do was affect my communication with my parents. Oh, Lord, say it, Lord. What it did do was create an understanding within me that was, this place is unsafe to be this person that I am, that I'm not choosing to be, that I know is just me. 
Um, so I say that to say when your kid comes to you and says, hey, mom, hey, dad, hey, Mima, hey, guardian, this is who I am. This is how I feel inside. And your response is one of rejection or hate or no the fuck you not or whatever. It's not going to stop that person from being this individual that you don't agree with or that you somehow have some fear or hatred towards. What it's going to do, it is going to stop. And we've talked about this. It's going to affect how they communicate with you, dummy. They're going to stop coming to you about shit, dummy. And they're probably going to start learning about things out in the street from other people, hopefully, God willing, those people approach them with love and keep them safe since you refuse to do so, <sighs> bitch. Yeah. And furthermore, on the subject, if I was one of Neo's kids, I'd be far, because you're talking about some, oh, this is a decision that's going to affect them for the rest of their life. And you don't know how it's going to affect them. I would far more be far more affected as Neo's child, by the fact that you keep giving me motherfucking siblings that didn't come out of my mama behind my mama's back. I would be more so concerned about the fact that within a year, I don't got another brother or motherfucking sister that I, that like, yeah. that ain't got nothing to do with us. Right. Now me and my mama and my daddy no longer live together. She don't even want to talk about this nigga. She's been depressed. She's been upset. She's been feeling embarrassed and all the while still trying to take care of me. But again, y'all feel like these babies are somehow emotionless puppets that aren't affected by this stuff. I would be far more concerned about how that is affecting my kid as a, po uh, as a parent than the idea that maybe one of these 11 teen kids will come up to me and say, hey, I, I feel as though I'm not the, the gender I was assigned at birth. Get in the bin, bitch. You got a lot of motherfucking nerve <laughs> talking to anybody about parenting anything when you just had two babies on your wife. Shut up! Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Okay, I mean, like I well, said, that was on the list for me. So okay, yeah, that was so, so that was it for me and my reads for the week. So did you have something else in addition? Yeah, I had one more thing. Okay, maybe two. All right. One. So, you know, we were talking a lot about Barbie these days. Um, I guess you know the film's got folks in Barbie season. Cute. Yeah. Let's talk about Bratz. Competitor, longtime competitor of Barbie, oh, yes. created by a one-time Mattel uh, employee, whatever. Um, so I saw, I don't know, just by scrolling the other day, that the Bratz company, MGA, I, I believe, they, um, I saw when I was scrolling that they seemed to be releasing some uh, Aaliyah Bratz. Can they do that? Um, I guess they can because, see, the, the strange thing to me is that it says here the line is called the Kylie Jenner series. Oh, bye. Good fucking night. <laughs> no, she didn't put out no light-skinned uh... <laughs> So I'm a little odd because I'm looking at these little light-skinned black girl oh, dollies. No. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I'm looking at the box with Kylie Jenner on the front of it. 
adding I'm up. wondering. Mm. Huh. Now, I know that one of the things that the kids love, like, the mystery toys. Yes, you know, they, they love, do. I don't, which I don't, I don't know why. Like, I always preferred knowing what was in the box. When I was, like, I, besides maybe, like, Pokemon cards and shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My nephew but anyway. had like 600 Pokemon cards for his birthday and he was so excited. My God. Anyway. For, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, these, the, and actually this is just that. You buy a $10 minifig pack and it's, I guess, two of these quote-unquote Kylie Jenner dolls that come inside of them wearing, I guess, clothes that she once wore. Now, I'm just... Child. Again, Who is this so girl? confused. <laughs> this must be Stormy. <laughs> because that's what I said. I was like, this... <laughs> Not this brown doll. I was doll. like, oh, this is probably Kylie's, like, presents the Stormy collection. Because yes. that would make sense. Stormy is a black girl. But... <laughs> right. I'm... I'm so lost. So I really just, I feel a couple of ways about this one, right? Yeah. A, I can't help but, you know, acknowledge and agree with the criticism that it's interesting that Bratz, which when they launched, really leaned on the fact that um, these dolls clearly inspired by women of oh yeah, color. yeah 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 they were you know you know they, they wore like beanies and baggy clothes and they had the big lip curvy lips big, yeah with the big lip liner and the lashes and the like it was they were black girls hood girls black girls of color etc from the very beginning so it's odd that you would choose a white woman a as your first like celebrity Doll. That is strange. And then you would manufacture black dolls to represent her. I'm just, I'm, I'm not understanding. So that one's a struggle for me. There's so many iconic black girls who have existed in the time during and long before the existence of this thing that this choice is strange to me. Um, but the fact that I guess you decided to go along with this person's delusion that they are a, a color or ethnicity or of a culture that they are not, to me is strange. Yep. And it tastes damaging. I also feel like, um, who wants this besides grownups that like Kylie Jenner? Like, I feel like even if you're, like, a Bratz fan, like, if you're, there's lots of grown-up doll collectors and shit like that, which I think is cool and cute. Um, And, you know, a lot of them probably have their favorites and shit like that. So I'm thinking, like, as big Bratz fans and collectors, Mm -hmm. Kylie moving you? Like, you're like, oh, I can't wait to get this batch. Nope. (laughs) That's A. B. I was also quite annoyed by the fact that they're not dolls. They're figurines. Like, they don't move. So you can't, they're like, just put them in different poses and shit. No! Oh, girl, so what is They're the just point? little plastic. They're, they're like, basically McDonald's toys. Oh, But even no. the McDonald's Barbies, you could brush their hair and shit, couldn't you? You could put some of them yeah. in water and they would change colors. Yeah, something. These are just little, 
light-skinned versions <laughs> of Kylie Jenner as little toy statues. That's wow. it. That's all. I'm sure this will be a blast for someone, but I just think this is really ridiculous that y'all made this decision on top of the fact that Barbie literally just shaded y'all in their billion-dollar movie after, like, numerously trying to ruin your business or just flat-out take it from you. This was your ace in the hole, Kylie Jenner figurines. You've got it. Monster Hyde is, honey. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, oh my God, I'm looking at them now and they really are just figurines of her and like looks that she's worn. Like, girl, who the fuck cares? You can't play with the hair. You can't change the clothes. It's just a plastic You can't pose thing. the body. Nope, it just who... sits there. What is the point? <laughs> oh, good grief. Listen, I collect all kinds of knickknacks and paddywhacks. So there is probably some Kylie Jenner super stands that have already purchased each and every single one of these and put them on display somewhere. And to that, I say, please, please do not, do not escape the fact that you have on display one, two, three, four, five, six. Black baby dolls <laughs> that are supposed to represent this very white young woman. Again, are we sure they're not stormy? Like, we're sure because... I'm, I feel like that's what we can try to rest on to ease our minds. Because it does not make sense for them to be this color. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Who is that? Child, nothing but white trickery, Caucasian foolery, and antics once again. <laughs> Brett, you have a black dog. Yeah. No, it's not. Where's the confusion? It's not going to add up, friend. There's no way. So, a chop to them. Okay. And lastly, to Sugar Factory. Mm. There's a Sugar Factory in Atlanta that reportedly served liquor to a table for an 11-year-old's birthday party <laughs> when... I'm sorry, that's not funny. It's a, no, it's not. That's not funny. Shame. They gave kids alcohol. They spoke to The table them. ordered... The table ordered, you know, alcoholic shots for the grown-ups and for the kids' juice. Once again, this is a birthday party for an 11-year-old. Whoever's looking after this table should right away know not everyone here can drink. That's right. But for whatever reason, they were all served shots of pineapple juice and coconut rum. No! To which some of the children immediately responded saying that it tastes weird. Ew, I think it has liquor in it. Oh, no! Youngest of the child, our children being three <gasps> years old. No. Oh, y'all are going to jail. Soldier Purdue. Who put a shot uh, in front of a three-year-old? Like, girl. Like, what's going on? What is going How on? How did this happen? Y'all don't Anyway, Soldier Purdue said say that they, you know, informed the manager of what was going on and things like that, and they, you know, apologized, tried to take accountability, but that Sugar Factory's corporate office has not responded to them, 
And basically, they're just trying to act like it didn't happen, maybe. My assumption would be, who the fuck cares? Like, get over it. Blow black. Like, I absolutely believe it. If Soldier's name was Sally Purdue, and it was a table of white kids that this happened to, they'd own that sugar factory. It would be theirs. And you know that. And you know that. So, sugar factory, we'll see. What's going on? I, I'm really trying to Call understand back. how y'all ended up. Like, how do you put alcoholic beverages in front of children? Please make that make sense. Like, as a server, I, do you not see that you're putting coconut rum in front of an eight-year-old? Like, do you not see that? <laughs> I'm, it's really not making sense. I genuinely... And again, it's not like this was a party for someone's, like... 30th and they brought their kids even then you know be responsible do your best but the whole reason that you have that party sitting there is because it is a child's birthday which means i'm sure that this table again it's also sugar factory the place that serves three story tall ice cream sundaes (laughs) and gigantic lollipops with the kardashian fucking face on it and shit like it's a candy store. So <laughs> why? How did this? But y'all want to play games? Yeah. Probably because this lady name spelled S O U L J A H. Work soldier. <laughs> y'all not gonna play with her. That is. Look, we saw wild. the Montgomery videos. We're in a mood. Okay. Now I don't know if the chairs in in Sugar Factory fold up or not, but we can find some. <laughs> I really don't understand how you as an adult put an alcoholic drink in front of a child and walk away like that makes sense. I don't. What? I really, I truly don't get how it happened. Like, were these not served in, served in shot glasses? How did this happen? Yeah, I'm sorry. Somebody got to face repercussions. It just don't make sense for y'all to put alcohol in front of a three-year-old. I'm so sorry. It don't. Like, Y'all failed anyway. mul- at multiple points in this endeavor, so. That's it for me. Okay, well, that. A gag for me. I knew it was going to be a longer episode because of Fade in the Water, but that <laughs> will wrap up yeah. this week's episode of the show. Check us out When's on the social merch? media. There's got to be merch. Oh, you know, niggas made shirts immediately. Like, I think that same oh, day. Need- you don't you you don't I don't even think you have to look very hard. People will just start tagging no. you in shit that you can buy. Um What's something airbrushy. Like some real black. I'm sure it's there. I'm sure. Something like I want like a county fair style. Okay. My God. It might be a lot of places you could play, bitch, but this ain't one. Um, but anyway, yes, find us on social media at this is the read. Shop3.com for our merch. This is the is our website. Um, yeah. And thank you to everybody who has been holding us down and supporting us for the past 10 plus years. Anything else from you before we head out? Yes. Thank you for all of the support and love. And to all of our uh gay, trans, lesbian, intersex, bisexual, pansexual, mm-hmm. all of our liga big tigas out there yes we love you we and thanks for listening and speaking you're the bomb of pansexuals shout out to wayne brady who just came out as pansexual (laughs) the other day 
And, Good for you. You know, right. I I I love that for you, sir. So welcome to the club. Um, and I'm glad you feel like you love yourself now. He said he finally loves everybody, including himself, which is yeah, that's how that works. I mean, some did of you see the person who said wait a lifetime <laughs> and never get there? So shout out to him. Did you say? Did you did you see the person who said it makes so much sense that Wade Brady is pansexual? It's the yes and of sexuality. It really is. I'm so mad. You know how good he is at improv. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever. It is. So, uh, yeah, shout out to him and shout out to all of my black queer brothers and sisters. We gonna be all right. Yeah. If you feel like coming out is for you and it's it's a part of your journey, we respect that. I mean, you see this bullshit. You see the shit that we're living in. So, like, if you choose Mm. to stay in there, I get it. But, (laughs) no, I mean, yeah, love yourself. I'm simply saying, like, you know, no, you know, announcements aren't always needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not being like, hey, guys, yeah. <laughs> hetero. What? Like, you don't, you do what, what makes you feel great. And if it's screaming your identity yes. to the world, we support that over here. If it's telling the world, eat my ass, my life is none of nobody's business but who I'm fucking. <laughs> As long as you're not a danger to anyone, sis. Exactly that. Take care of yourselves and each other. <laughs> and we'll see y'all. I'm gonna get link off punishment. We will see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> 